Hey, Junior. Parshas Baaloscha. Tzedakah for the rich poor. Thursday evening, the Greenbaum family were really fired up. Shimmy and Basia had ransacked their pantry for spare candies and nosh, while Yitzi went up and down the block, knocking on doors and asking people if they had any extra Shabbos food. It all started when Basia came home from school and told her brothers all about Tomche Shabbos and how they deliver food to poor families for Shabbos. They decided right then to make their own Tomche Shabbos. A few blocks away, in an old house with peeling paint, lived the Bernstein family. The father was an accountant who had not had a job for many years, and the kids always wore old and patched clothes. They probably never had enough food for Shabbos. But this week, the Greenbaum children were going to give them the Shabbos of their life. Friday after school, Yitzi, Basia, and Shimmy were bouncing with excitement as they pushed a stroller loaded down with challah, gefiltevish, kugels, chicken, chocolate cake, cookies, potato chips, and even some Laffy Taffies. They were so proud of the mitzvah they were about to do. But then, as they turned onto the Bergstein's block, they stopped. Something was wrong. What was once a shabby, run-down house was now perfectly painted. It even had a beautiful garden in front of it, and it looked like they were adding a second floor. This wasn't a family that needed help for Shabbos. What do we do now, asked Jimmy. I could eat the Laffy Taffies and the other nosh, but a whole loaf of gefilte fish? Did they move? Yitzi wondered, looking disappointed. They pushed the stroller up the walkway and knocked softly. Yitzi noticed that it still said Bernstein on the door. As the door swung open, the kids were greeted by the smells of delicious Shabbos food. And there stood Mr. Bernstein, already dressed for Shabbos in a fancy suit. A good night of Shabbos, said Mr. Bernstein, with a smile. How could I help you? Um, Yitzi stammered. His eyes looked past Mr. Bernstein into the fancy dining room. We wanted to bring you food for Shabbos, but are you still poor? Yitzi whispered Basia, that's not a nice thing to say. Mr. Bernstein chuckled. No, Yitzi, he began. Bechaste Hashem, things have changed. It's true that for a few years I was out of work. But a few months ago, I was hired as the CFO of Ginsburg Bank. Baruch Hashem, in just a few short months, our lives have turned around. The Greenbaum children were stunned. Shimmy looked like he was about to cry. He had spent a full hour in the pantry trying to find as much nosh as possible. Yitzi was even angry. It wasn't even convincing his neighbor to make an extra potato kugel at the last minute. They worked so hard to try to do a big chesed, and now it turned out that it was all for nothing. Mr. Bernstein noticed their disappointed faces. Kids, why don't you come inside for a minute? They walked inside and sat down with Mr. Bernstein at the table, while Mrs. Bernstein brought out steaming plates of hot potato kugel for everyone. Do you children realize the tremendous schar you get for what you did today, he asked. But we did nothing, blurted out Yitzi. We didn't get a chance to do chesed in the end. The stroller filled with food was just a big waste. Ah, but that's where you're mistaken, Mr. Bernstein said. You know, when the Am Yisrael were in the Midbar, there were some people who were Tameh, and they weren't allowed to join in bringing the Korban Pesach. So they went to Moshe Rabbeinu and said, why should we miss out? They were sad that they missed out on the mitzvah. So Hashem said, oh, you're sad that you didn't get to do the mitzvah. To me, that's the same as doing the mitzvah. And so to teach you that lesson, I'll give you another mitzvah. Pesach Sheini. 
And Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to write that story in the Torah so that we should read about it every year and learn a very important lesson. You see, if we really want to do a mitzvah, even if we can't do it, Hashem rewards us as if we had done it. So you didn't do nothing. You tried to do a mitzvah. And Hashem considers it as if you did it. Just then, Shimi noticed what looked like an old napkin in an envelope on the table. Um, Mr. Bernstein, Shimi asked, why are you mailing napkins? Bastia hissed her disapproval again. Shimi, mind your own business. But Mr. Bernstein kept smiling. Shimi, he said, that's not a napkin. It's an old check. I wrote this check years ago when I heard a shear from Rav Avigdor Miller about the importance of really wanting to do a mitzvah. For years, I wanted to have the tremendous zuchus of being able to support Talmidei Chachamim, but I had no money. I so badly wanted that mitzvah, but I couldn't afford to write a big check. But when I heard that shear, I wrote this check out to a yeshiva. I knew I couldn't mail it because I had no money in the bank, but I kept it in my wallet waiting for the day that I could afford to mail it out. And now that Hashem gave me money, I took out the check to mail it. I was just about to put it in the envelope, when you children knocked on the door. The Greenbaum children said thank you for the kugel, wished the Bernsteins a good Shabbos, and left smiling. Yitzi, shimmy, said Basia, I don't feel bad anymore. We came to help the Bernsteins, but really, Mr. Bernstein helped us by teaching us such an important lesson. Hashem is still going to reward us for what we try to do, and we learned a really important lesson for life. We have to try to do whatever mitzvahs we can, but even wanting to do mitzvahs is an important part of serving Hashem. Have a wonderful Shabbat!